Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, emotional, body-heaving recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. And today we're here to talk about the earth-shattering, life-changing season. That was Jason Mesnick. Oh, my Lord. As The Bachelor. Uh, That's right. Pencil in your thin eyebrows, everyone. It's Jason Mesnick time. We're taking you back to 2009. It's Jason Mesnick Mesnick time. And, um, okay, so so this is my memory of Jason Mesnick season as it happened in real time. Spoilers, everyone. Um, I hadn't watched this season because it was like the same time I was like changing schools and moving back home and figuring out what other school I was going to go to (laughs) and (laughs) getting in a part. Like it was just like a really weird, like 2008, 2009 was like a really strange like transition period in my life Mm -hmm. where I just like was like working all the time in school all the time and just like not focused on the bachelor. So this was like that weird hiatus where I just wasn't watching some seasons and my mom was still watching them. And I still had like a general awareness of them because like, you know, this kind of stuff hit the local news when like, I don't remember. I think it was around this time. So, okay. This is the stuff I remember about Molly. We're just going to get into it. Okay. This is the stuff I remember about Molly. She was like, she got a lot of coverage on local news stations Mm -hmm. in 2009 because she was a Milwaukee girl. And so like, I think it was like as soon as they aired one of the first episodes and she like made it through, people were rooting for her. Oh, of course. It was like. The hometown girl. Come on. Very, very early on. But it also, I believe, and maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly, but this is like a memory that sticks in my brain where um, the reason they cast someone from Milwaukee was because Milwaukee was like the city that had the most Bachelor fans at the time. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I mean, that swear, continues to track. <laughs> like, I swear that is why. And the like, and I would love to like, like. I'm like Googling right now because I just remembered this like just now. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to, re- I, I, yeah. I mean, cause like the bachelor live on stage came here or well was supposed to come here, but I don't know if it ever did. Never came, unfortunately. Right. Because, because it was supposed to come in like March or April. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So here's like in 2009, they, they did an article about Molly from the bachelor and yeah, it was, the first episode they started talking about Molly. <laughs> like, and she, and and I'm sure, uh, do you know which retail establishment she worked for? Because there were two big ones at the time that it could have applied to. Well, it's either Kohl's or Boston store, but she seems like a Kohl's girl to me. She is straight up a Kohl's girl. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. They got, the, yeah. they got that vibe to them. You know a Kohl's girl when you meet one. And you, and you also, it's not shocking as someone who may have worked for one out of those two establishments um, as a client. 
uh, that one would be way better at PR than the other. <laughs> and that was Kohl's. And uh, I won't say if I worked for them or not. Um, well, I, I think if if you've done advertising in Milwaukee for more than five minutes, you've either had Boston Store or Kohl's as a client at some point. Because I, I worked with them too for a brief period of time. I um, didn't work with Kohl's. Um, I'm just, I'm, I worked with the disappointing one. Um, oh, anyway, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, I didn't sign anything. I can just say that. They, they didn't listen to anything we told them to do. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's why they went bankrupt. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, can I get in retroactive trouble for this? I don't think so. Nah, oh my God. You, you know what's funny? On this uh, on Milwaukee article from 2009, under related links, it says abc.com and coles.com, except coles is misspelled. So it's Ooh. it says K-O-L-H-S.com. Oh, that's weird. That's well, probably porn or something. Cole should get all over that. Well, I'm going to. Oh, no. You know, it's weird. The hyperlink is right. But the, but oh, the, the text, text is, is wrong. wrong. Oh, Annoying. Wow. Uh, anyway. Uh, and they also mentioned in this article that, well, the 2003 season of the show featured Oconomowoc native Tina Panis. So, you know, this is a big deal for us. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anybody's listening to this and can remember, cause I swear to God, there were news stories that came out and they were like, yeah, Milwaukee has the most fans of the bachelor. So they wanted to make sure that they incorporated a Milwaukee girl. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like, it was kind of meant to just be like a hat tip to us, yeah. but who, who was really to know like how far it would go, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but you gotta have your uh, wholesome Midwestern girl. Come on. And here are some of the comments on this article because I think they're funny. Um, one said, I think this Molly chick has a case of the crazy eyes from time to time. They <laughs> all annoy me. Oh, God. So that's one person. And then someone said something about bad mac and cheese. Um, oh, my God. Wait, there's a lot. There's a lot of comments about mac and cheese on here. It's just like their only reference point for Wisconsin. Are they that's filming the it? cheese well, state. Well, but this is from on Milwaukee, so it shouldn't, it should be, you know what I mean? This yeah. should be that. But they said, are they filming an uh, episode of The Bachelor at the Old Social? What will it be called? Will there be mac and cheese? By the way, the mac and cheese at the social was pretty darn good and better than what I make at home. That's a very Milwaukee said, comment. <laughs> yeah. And then someone said, uh, The Bachelor, bad mac and cheese can be good, can be bad. Posting comments about The Bachelor or mac and cheese, just plain weird. I need to get back to work before more brain cells die. I don't even understand that comment. And then someone said, I'm sick of the arguments and admit I was in the wrong slamming mac and cheese. But to use your analogy, if you enjoyed The Bachelor a little bit and got it for free at home, would you really venture out of the house and pay upwards of $20 just to see something very similar, though better than The Bachelor? What? is happening. I'm so confused. Um, wow. So my point wasn't to call you a snob, but instead to point out you were calling someone else a snob while at the same time writing something that could be considered snobbish. Think of it this way. The Bachelor equals Kraft Mac and Cheese and the former Socials Mac and Cheese equals a good reality show, although none comes to mind right now. So someone was like comparing The Bachelor to Kraft Mac and Cheese. And other reality shows, <laughs> Bravo, um, obviously, they're like, none comes to mind. It's like, it's okay, Bravo wasn't in their heyday yet. But clearly, that is the yeah. gourmet mac and cheese. Some Real Housewives stuff there. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, Real Housewives stuff. What a weird, what a weird thing. Anyway, so it was a big, 
fucking deal to the point where I wasn't watching The Bachelor and I knew exactly what happened and I didn't have to seek it out at all because it was on the news everywhere. Yeah, everybody was like, oh my God, Molly won. And it was a total surprise and everybody (laughs) was shocked. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, he changed his mind. And I was like, he changed his mind. They can do that? And everybody was like, just blah. Like, I just, that is what I remember (laughs) from this season of The Bachelor without even having watched it. So I was really excited when it got on Netflix. And I know we were talking about like reviewing the season and then COVID and blah, and we got busy and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy when they did this as, as a classic episode, you know, classic seasons. Um, and I will also say, I don't think I watched Gianna's season either. Cause that was also like in that transition period. So I, I had seen Brad's, some of Brad's stuff, but not all of Brad's stuff. So I think it, that's really the period that I missed was like Brad, Deanna, and Jason. And then I like yeah. jumped back in at some point. Um, cause I think, cause wasn't it now Jillian was the bachelorette yeah. after this, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I watched Jillian's season, I, I think. So I think that's about where I had jumped back in or I had w- at least watched half of it. <laughs> this is what I call the lost years. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was, it was interesting to to see this because I didn't really have that much of a connection with these women outside of, I obviously know who Molly is and I know who Jillian is. And that was like about it. So most of my notes are about those two, but of mm-hmm. course we need to talk about, I feel like there's, there's really only four people we need to talk about. Yeah. We need to talk about those two and we need to talk about Stephanie and we need to talk about Naomi. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's pretty much the the heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Hogan. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. I was like so confused by Stephanie and I like mean this in the nicest way possible. Uh, Cause like, I don't want to be mean to anybody, but I was like super confused. Like I was, I, I think it was like a product of like the fashion at the time and just the way her face is shaped. And yeah, the way her eyebrows are oh, but, like eyebrows. I, I, I she love just them. seemed like a lot older than I think she actually was. Yeah. I don't oh, think because yeah. like, obviously you see her now and you're like, oh, you look younger now. So like, yeah, she I, seriously does. Yeah. yeah. She looks a lot younger now than she did on the show. So I was like, OK, so that's just like tragic fashion because it was one of those things where I was like, who brought their mom on the show to do it? And, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, she is a mom, but she's a mom to like a young kid. So I'm confused. Well, it was it was really weird, too, because she wasn't exactly a spring chicken when she got on the show like she was in her mid 30s so right. and just her appearance like I, I don't know if it was the eyebrows or just her general demeanor or the way she dressed like you said she she certainly presented older than she was and she had a young child who seemed to be very important to her so it's just like you're like 34 35 years old whatever and you have a young child who means a lot to you and you're clearly like mom vibing right now. Why are you here, Stephanie Hogan? She's just well, like it, a complete yeah. enigma to me. 
And it wasn't like her third time on the show, you know, because like that's usually how that happens. Once they get to that age, you're like, oh, you've been here three or four times and now you're 34. And now and then and then you have John Paul Jones being like, you should like go because it's like getting weird. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, so it was it was kind of interesting. But I I do feel like back in the earlier seasons um, Mm -hmm. in like the first half of the show's run, you would get like more diversity in age. And um, I feel like now it's more controversial to have like way younger contestants. Like yeah. that's always kind of the thing people talk about. Like you'll still get a couple women that are like in their early mid thirties, like, but they don't really like, I think because of the way <laughs> we all wear our clothes and our makeup, it mm-hmm. doesn't look like it anymore. <laughs> like no. you can't really tell. Um, and, but the 22 year olds are the ones that always get picked on now. Cause it's like, well, I mean, are like, they ready for this? Are they yeah, emotionally like, prepared? Like, do you even know what you want? Like, did you even pick a major yet? Like just checking. Um, and that's like <laughs> totally fair. But at the same time, it's like, if just by virtue, I don't care how old you are, by virtue of being on this show, you you clearly have not really, I don't know, committed to the idea of traditional dating, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, why is this the answer for anyone? The Bachelor, under no circumstances, should be the answer for anything. But you, you are right, because when they're 22, 23, it's just like, oh, wow, are you ready? Uh, are you ready for a committed relationship? But if someone's, you know, mid thirties, or if you're you're Claire Crowley and you're thirty eight, thirty nine years old, no one really bats an eyelash at that. And I think part of the reason why is the Bachelor core audience has continued to age a little bit, so I think it's yeah. a little bit older than it used to, so they're more Definitely. used to that. But I still feel like the sweet spot is probably like twenty seven, yes. because that's where they they stop questioning whether you're mature enough. If you're twenty seven, no one's gonna fuck with you. Because I think Colton was 28, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. when he did this, sh- when he was The Bachelor. And and I, I swear it was like 28. And then everyone's like, well, he knows what he wants because he's 28. And I was exactly. like, okay, that um, I got divorced around that age. But sure, like, whatever, <laughs> like, cool, like, blah. Um, I don't, like, I was like, I don't think I know what I want. Um <laughs> like I was actually maybe a little bit older than that. Anyway, so <laughs> I was like, I, that doesn't track. Um, you can be any age and not know what the fuck you're doing. Exactly. And, uh, so that that always gets frustrating to me. And then you look at like Becca, like short haired Becca with a K. Um, and she had a kid uh, very shortly after the show. And she was like one of the youngest people on the show. And she like handled it in a really mature way. I don't know if you ever watched her videos with her boyfriend, but they were both kind of like, this was a total surprise to us. And we're not totally sure we're ready, but like, we got it. We're going to do it. (laughs) Here we go. And they were like very like open about it and very honest about their experience. And I thought that that was fucking cool. Um, I actually haven't checked in on them lately. So I don't know how, how Becca, Becca Martinez, right? Yeah, how she's doing. I really haven't like checked her Insta in a while, and I should. Babies everywhere. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I think she had one, and she might be pregnant again. Uh, she just keeps. Oh yeah, mama of two. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, good for her. That seems like what she wants. So 
But is she ready yet? She was definitely a person that they had those questions about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my point. It's like she she got off the show and she was just like, and, you know, here's my man and we're having a kid. And yeah, now it's like now we've had another kid. And she's like she's like one of those people that's just like, yeah, hashtag mom life, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, well, clearly she was ready. So, like, why are you being you know, why were you being so weird about it? Like and she seemed pretty like like mature to me and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and thoughtful and like, she knew what the fuck was up and she de- definitely has like that old soul vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's like, really, why do you think that this is going to be like such an issue? I don't know. But anyway, um, so th- that's always the one that I trot out. Cause I remember everyone being like, is she ready? And I'm like, she's, she talks like, like Catherine Hepburn. She's fine. <laughs> like yeah, she's ready. She's She's totally ready. Like, and also Becca forever. I absolutely love her. Oh, she's wonderful to death. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Um, oh, I did check in on grocery store Joe the other day. Um, a lot of people have been really critical of him lately. Oh no. Is he a blue lives matter guy? No, 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 no. He's nothing, nothing like that. I, he would never. Um, I don't think he's political he, at all, honestly. <laughs> no, that's the exactly the point. Is like he just. I mean, I can't believe Sean Lowe is doing the things he's doing. I'm just very uh, proud of him. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's a whole other thing. Uh, <laughs> but no, Joe is like. Um, he is doing like you know he's been doing like those food shows and stuff and like you know, like going to restaurants and whatnot. And now he's doing a series where he's like going on dates with people, uh, Mm -hmm. but they're like special guests, you know, where it was like, well, this is what I would order on a date, you know, with someone and then like bringing in some woman who I guess has some kind of notoriety on each date, Um, you know, some kind of influencer of some sort. And so the only, really the only comments that he's getting besides the people who are just going to always be like, you know, like helpless little puppy dogs and like think everything he does is great. The only other comments he gets are um, like, I miss Kendall. Bring back Kendall. You guys fucked up. What are you doing? Um, And then the other comments are, why aren't you social distancing? Why aren't you wearing a mask? You're in Chicago. You dumbass. Um, (laughs) Those are, those are the, those are the things directed at Joe these days. Um, I just like happened to look at his stuff like yesterday because one of his stories popped up and I was like, oh, what's he up to? And I was like, oh, people are mad. Um, Okay, I'm putting this down. (laughs) But I get it. I get it. I yeah, it's really weird. I feel like especially in the last like, you know, we're in near the end of August already. I don't know how that happened. But it's like around this time, people are just kind of like, yeah, it's over. Right. And I'm like, no, what? What? You're just bored. It's not over. Yeah, I'm bored too. You know what I did? I bought a hammock. Okay, why don't you go do that? Leave me alone uh, and stay in your backyard. Hammocks are very nice. Go I'd clean some it. more shit if you're bored. That's what Bye I'm hammock. doing. Bye I've been. A, oh my god! Well, we have to move all of my stuff. I move. I after five months of cohabitating <laughs> uh, because of a pandemic, I, we officially decided, hey, maybe I should just live here. Um, <laughs> What you don't like paying rent twice? Come on! Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm paying monthly for a, an apartment I don't live in. Should we change that? Yes, but now everything is in disarray because we're just like moving things in every week. Um, anyway, so this has nothing to do with this season of The Bachelor, but that's just 
stuff because I don't have a lot of notes. Um, (laughs) But Stephanie is really interesting because apparently, I mean, so I don't know. Like I sometimes I wonder if it's revisionist history because I didn't watch the season and I forgot to ask my mom. I was going to ask her before I recorded if she remembered. But they talk about her being like this, like very beloved character on the show that like she was one of everybody's favorite contestants. And I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the case. That's what Chris was saying when he interviewed her. Like everybody loved you. And I was like, really? Like. I just she kind I, of like weirds me out a little bit. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna be no, honest. She's super nice and she seems like a great she, person. She seems very nice, yes. She she like lost her husband and her brother-in-law in a plane crash, which is like yeah. sad backstory. But very then, tragic. I think it's just like some of her general behavior, the question of why is she there in the first place. And then also you look at her and she seems lovely and pleasant, but then you're like, there's something about you like like you're you're just this southern lady like sitting under a willow tree sipping lemonade but then you're going to like chop me up and hide me in your basement or something. Like, See, I was I, I, I was going to go I was going to go more like flowers in the attic but like we could go in that direction too. Sure. It's got a real like, like I, it's got to be the eyebrows. That's a big part of it. Yeah, I think it is it could be like a gothic horror mm-hmm. thing or like something that Ryan Murphy has produced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't like I, I, the eyebrows. If if you don't know Stephanie, Google Stephanie Hogan right now yeah. and just bask in the glories of, of the eyebrows because they're, they're a sight to behold. Like if I'm she was on RuPaul's drag race, like myself, Michelle Visage would be telling her to tone them down. That's how intense they are. It's just this like perfect razor thin arch that is just meticulously drawn on. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's a lot. And I mean, and yeah, I mean, they're about the same. I, I always feel, I always feel like weird or bad about like people who have like really severe looks mm-hmm. um, and end up being really nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it sucks because it's like, you know, and it's not like, it's not like RBF. And I know a lot of people like hate RBF and I totally get why they hate that idea. Um, so I'm not going to perpetuate that or anything, but I will say that there, you know, it's like, it's like some people, and I'm not just like, um, segmenting it to, to like women or, you know, mm-hmm. women identifying people or anything like that. It's like anybody can have like a neutral face that looks mean as fuck. And the eyebrows have a lot to do with that. And like, yep. and like my dad is like the nicest person ever. And but he doesn't like smiling in photos and he's also very bad at it. Like he's the worst. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody like smile or, and he knows this. So if he's, if he's listening, dad, you know, um, like it'll either come out as like this cheese, like gritted teeth thing, <laughs> or he just like, won't show his teeth at all. And he just like, it just doesn't work for him. And he's got like, when he, when I was younger, when he was younger, obviously his hair was like very dark you know, like, we, like I said, he had like really severe eyebrows and like, like just really thick and bushy eyebrows and like lots of facial hair and stuff. And just like, you know, hairy Russian dude, you know, like Russian and French, you just like, there's no chance. It's just hair. And, <laughs> um, and so he scared kids like, 
I would be babysitting. I remember like I babysat in my neighborhood and he had to come over to like drop something off or something. And I was like, oh yeah, just come to the door, ring the doorbell, whatever, I'll open it. And the kids hid behind me. They were so freaked by my dad. And I was like, he's not (laughs) scared. And he's so nice, you know, but like he, he always had that, like now that he's older and like his hair's gray, it's like kids aren't scared anymore. Cause it's like, Oh, closer to Santa. Right. (laughs) But, um, but you know, it's like when he had like all black hair, it was like, Oh my God, like, who's this guy? (laughs) (laughs) And, and I think, you know, she's kind of got that same thing where it's just like, yeah, I, she seems really sweet. And the way she interacts with her kid is so sweet. It is very wholesome. And her daughter now seems like just a lovely young lady. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's something really creepy about like her eyebrows. Absolutely. Well, I'd like to add too that, you know, when we do occasionally comment on people's, uh, you know, appearances, I want everyone to know that uh, I am always the first to to step up and and be self-deprecating towards myself, obviously. Uh, But in addition to that, every single person who has ever been on this show is a thousand times better looking than me and more fashionable, and none of them would ever give me the time of day. So <laughs> that's just there you go. I'm coming from a place of, you know, insecurity, insecurity. deep insecurity, deep insecurity. <laughs> this is we're trying to work through it. That's what the show's about. Yeah, yeah, it's about us. If you haven't already noticed, um, but she, no, but I mean, and I also think, yeah, there's just something, there's something very, like her style is very traditional. Like it was, but it was strange because it was also like the late 2000s. So she had like all that, like kind of, like kind of hippie-ish outfits and whatever. But you also can tell she was like a traditional, like beauty pageant, Southern belle type of person. So it was like mm-hmm. her day looks and night looks were so dramatically different. <laughs> that was always really confusing too. Like, did you notice that on that beach date where it was like, oh, yeah. sh- she was wearing shit that I wore in like the mid two thousands. She looked very she- 2004, like forever 21 or what's that other store that used yeah. to be like forever. Wet seal. Oh, wet seal. Wet seal. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Most of my clothes came from wet seal in 2004. Okay. Um, most, <laughs> and yeah, it's like very, it was like wet seal forever 21 and Charlotte Roos were like my favorite stars and she looks like she could have walked out of any of them. So, and Delia's also, I shopped at Delia's until like, um, mm, I'm not going to say how old I was when I stopped shopping at Delia's, but let's say it was shortly before they closed. Uh, and I like kept walking in and I was like, I'm too old for Delia's now. And I should go. <laughs> Um, this is awkward. Um, and if you don't know what Delia's is, uh, you're too young. So, or you're a dude. Um, (laughs) but it was like, it was like the it, uh, store for tweens in the early 2000s. And then it was the only place I could find jeans that were short enough for me. So I shopped Mm -hmm. there till my mid twenties. And then I was like, where Stephanie Hogan shopped when she was 32. Yeah, well, so that makes me feel a little bit better because I I was like 25 and Delia's going, I shouldn't be in here, but she really (laughs) shouldn't have been in there. But she had the excuse of her daughter, so that's lucky. Um, But anyway, so, but yeah, Stephanie seems really sweet, but I just, I hadn't seen the show and I was actually surprised how far she got in the season um, with all the other, now I don't know, she wasn't in the final four though, right? She was No, she got eliminated she was close, like week though. five or six, I want to say. Yeah, week five. Week five. And it looks like she also appeared, just for everybody's knowledge, at least it looks like a picture of her, 
um, that she appeared on like a like a video for estate planning attorneys. Um, yeah, Stephanie Hogan. Oh, yeah, this was about her husband and his brother. Oh. And so they talk about, um, yeah, so she, death. she did a, well, I don't know if she got paid for it or what, but it was, uh, I mean, maybe, but it was for Martinson and Beeson.com. Um, and sh- they were her probate and estate planning attorneys. Um, and so she did an interview with them. Really interesting. And her eyebrows are thicker, hmm. a lot thicker in this video. And I'm not going to play it because I don't want the sound to go. But um, uh, what year was this? Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. But it was on YouTube. So uh, I don't know. After 2005, probably. Uh, (laughs) But her eyebrows are thicker. So I'm not sure if this was after or before. uh, Because why would she be interviewed about it so long after? I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. But anyway, so that's that's all I really have to say about Stephanie outside of the fact that when I first saw her come on the show, I was like very shocked. Like I was just like, who's that old lady? And then I was like, oh, she's not old. She just looks old. And then and then, yeah, you see her get interviewed now. She definitely looks younger um, than she did then. Her daughter's beautiful. The decorating was really strange. Yeah. Her house really looks weird. so weird. So, um, so, so bizarre. And there's so much stuff everywhere. It was like it was, it was upsetting to me. It actually like made my anxiety like just jump through the roof. Like looking at her house, I was like, "Oh, there's too many things, and everything looks like it could break." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I'm trying to find like, yeah, a picture of that background again to look at it one more it's time. Just, like cause... pastel grandma's house with like a nature fairy theme. It, it's it's really weird and it it looks very like late 90s like new money kind of vibe it's it's hard to say i I don't know but it's upsetting there's just too much stuff yeah it's like it's like uh yeah like gothic home goods i don't know very confusing (laughs) uh so it was a lot and uh so that's how i feel about her uh, let's talk about Naomi because I don't, I didn't know anything about Naomi, and I actually thought at the beginning that they were like, um, like delivering her as a villain, and then I just didn't feel like it landed. Am I missing something? Yeah, I, really, there wasn't a very good villain option here, so I think they had to kind of work wasn't. with what they had. You know, yeah, because she was like, oh, these drama. bitches or whatever, and it was like, but you didn't do anything or go like. You, with it at all like she seems nice i don't get it yeah i have no idea yeah naomi seemed cool actually like naomi was probably one of my favorites on on the show because like yeah you could tell she was like a little weird and then when you meet her family it's like oh okay this all makes sense like all coming together the best part about naomi was her family and that date wouldn't have scared me away Let's put it that way. I would have been like, yeah, I want more of that. Like, I would have been like, I'm in. I love crazy. Like, I love weird ass family dynamics. I, yeah, this is fascinating. And his, his her mom is like, great. Just great. To me, like, it's like Dean's dad, but not selfish. Mm-hmm. That's Naomi's mom. 
Like, she's just like, okay, honey, so what we're going to do on this date, and he's going to love it. He's going to think this is the best date he's ever been on. And we're going to hula hoop in the backyard, okay? And it's and we're going to make fun of him because he's going to be bad at it, clearly. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm great at hula hooping. I would win her over in a heartbeat. I can hula hoop for 30 minutes without stopping. I, I want to go to her house and hula hoop. And <laughs> <laughs> secret, so I should put that on my resume. Um and then, and then she's like, okay, all right, everybody here's it. And she, you know, she's like, all, she's that lady who's all about like, oh, your aura is so, you know, whatever. And like, oh, what sign are you? And she's that new uh, agey chick. Absolute um, nightmare for me. If I had to meet someone's parents for the first time, and this is what I stumbled into, I would, I would just have a mental breakdown. <laughs> oh, see. And I would just like welcome it with open arms. I'd be like, we are the same, except I hide mine. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> like this is cool. I can look normal for once, because um, this is the shit that I, goes on in my brain and doesn't. No, I, I'm not as intense as she is, but you know, some I have my days. Um, but anyway, so she, so she's like, okay, so here's the deal. Like I was driving and I saw a dove, and I was like, oh, that dove's so pretty. <laughs> And they're like, did you hit it? She's like, let me tell the story, Naomi. (laughs) (laughs) Which, and that's like exactly how the conversation goes too, because then you're like, wait, does she routinely run over birds? Is that a thing that she does? I I don't know. But yeah, go go on. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought it was funny because she's just like, mom, did you hit a dove? And she's like, let me, I'm the drama. Okay. Not again, mom. I'm building up to it. Okay. This is how the story is being crafted. Naomi, let me tell it. Uh, and so she's just like, well, I just, you know, like I, like I just saw feathers everywhere and I was like, oh my God. And you know, like, I just couldn't leave it there. Like that would be cruel. So, and then, sure and then can, Naomi's mom, that'd be fine. And then it was like, one of her kids was like, she's got it in the freezer. <laughs> Oh. And she's like, oh my. And then Naomi's like, I want to die. And the kid's like, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> hero, oh. hero, complete hero. And they hold it out. And they're like, look. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, so what I thought would be a lovely thing to do on this family date Incredibly is. Incredibly lovely. <laughs> give a eulogy to this bird. And I was like, I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Meanwhile, Steve and- is convulsing on his couch watching this stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. Oh, actually, I did forget about one villain. So we'll talk about her in a minute. But it was so good. And then, and then, yeah, Jason, like, totally rolled with it, which was awesome. Like, he was just like, okay, like, here, you know. And but he kind of like, has to. I mean, yeah. he's really going to smash the nice guy persona if he doesn't, like, grin and he's bear. Like, he's like, you are with it. us for a short while, and, you know, we hope you're flying in somewhere else. And uh, amen, or what? you know, it's just like, yay. And now, my like, favorite part of this whole procession is the fact that they then bury the bird, but they bury it, like, two inches under the ground, not even. Yeah. It's like some possum's just going to dig up a dead bird and you're going to find like chunks of it all over your yard. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, they're not good at any of this. And it's so fun. And if I was there, I would have had the time of my life because then I could tell everybody about it afterwards. <laughs> and that's my story. favorite part. My favorite part. Okay, I'm not... I'm not going to name any names and I'm not going to say that this is happening in my life currently. Um, 
But, you know, maybe sometimes I date people who have families who do real weird things. And then, um, and they're just, they're, they've got weird frenetic energy. And, um, and I'm looking at the other people who are also on the outside with me. And we look at each other and go, okay, yeah, we're seeing this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> agree. This isn't normal. Okay, cool. As long as I have that, <laughs> that check, I know where I'm at. And, uh, and it's, and those experiences are the most fun to recount later. And that's how I look at things like that. So I'm actually not kidding. I enjoy, I enjoy walking into, um, madness sometimes. So anyway, so, uh, big, big love to Naomi. Uh, what an embarrassing TV moment for you. I feel really bad for you, but I'm sure you knew that was coming. Cause look at your mom. Um, we should talk about Lauren. I forgot. I did make a little note about Lauren. Okay. So she was the teacher who was like really demanding. Yeah. And, and they also, didn't they have like a really awkward kiss too? I think so. She, how long was she even around? I don't think she she was around that long, but she was like, really like, uh, you're going to spend time with me and you're going to talk to me and this is what's happening. And I was like, okay, like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to, um, I wanted to mention that. And then also, or wait, no. And then there was also Shannon who was really intense and she got sick from her nerves. Oh, she's the one who had the awkward kiss. Yeah. So Lauren was the one who was like, I want to be the center of attention. And Jason was like, that's a lot. And she really just wants me to pay attention to her all the time. And she kept like trying to get extra time with him and pull him in. And he was just like not having it. And then Shannon was the one who was like, I think she was like, she was the one who looked kind of like mousy. And she was like, oh, I think he's going to send me home. You know, like mm-hmm. I got to figure something out. And they they were the ones that had the awkward kiss. And she seemed just like very immature. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got those vibes from her. Um, and she was kind of like, Jason, I love Jason. And I, you know, and, and wait, <laughs> didn't she say so? Wasn't there something really weird that she did? Like, oh, with like teeth or something? Or what am I thinking of? I really took shit notes for this episode. <laughs> Um, all I know about Lauren Wagner is I, I just, I, I had to look at her picture again so I could refresh my memory, but uh, a lot of animal print from her. And also I, I guess it was revealed later that a couple of weeks, like, and I'm not, I'm not using that as a general term. I literally mean two weeks before she went on the bachelor. Uh, she had broken up with her boyfriend of three years. Oh, So she was like fresh off a bad breakup and was just, just going gonzo on the show for the short time. Really hungry for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is all right. So Shannon, here we go. Yeah. Cause she was a dental hygienist. Oh yeah. That's right. That's right. Cause I was like, I swear she said something about teeth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, You you could tell a lot by someone's teeth. Yeah, and I was like, "What the, this? That sounds like a serial killer thing." I don't care if you're a dental hygienist. Like mm-hmm. when you pick out, what is that Dimitri Martin joke? You know where he's like, um, 
He's like, if you're general, it sounds nice. And if you, if you get specific, that's when it sounds creepy, you know? And he's like, he's Mm. like, you know, like you can say, I love kids. And that like sounds nice. But if you're like, I love 12 year olds, it's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you're going on the list. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that's kind of like, you know, instead of like, I like his smile, he has a really nice smile. Like I like his teeth. You're like, Ooh, what? Ooh. It's like. It's like you got a pretty mouth. Like it just gets. You got out a really. real pretty mouth there, <laughs> Mister Milznick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just comes out extra fucked up. But apparently, she did a she did a an interview for realitytvworld.com. Classic um, website. Yeah, realitytvworld.com, and um, she said something about like. Um, like she was really happy that he was honest with her, but she was saying like that she, I mean, and this is her being interviewed. So take it with a grain of salt. But she said that she um, was portrayed as being more obsessive than she actually was on on the show. Yeah. And yeah, she said in the end, I don't think either one of us was really feeling it. And that's her (laughs) saying the breakup was mutual. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. It's Shannon was kind of weird. I, I I realized I was like, do I not have notes on any of the other women? But I did have notes on them. Um, but yeah, they were they were both maybe kind of not villains, but like added that drama and strangeness to the show that you always need in every season. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Jillian though, because uh, yes, I love Jillian. I love Jillian. Um, and I always uh. Like I loved her season. I did. I do remember watching quite a bit of it, and I remember her just kind of like you know she's like from being around. She's like I think she's one of the way better bachelorettes. Um, she's so fun, and I thought the hot dog thing was actually pretty cutesy. I love I the hot dog it. thing. Yeah, I I totally yeah. forgotten about that. And she was just like, yeah, my mom told me don't do the hot dog thing, but I'm doing the hot dog thing. <laughs> I and- love that. That it wasn't like a. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to step all over you. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just going to say I was excited because she was she was just like, uh, yeah, so it's, it all depends on the condiment and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just a straight mustard guy, just a mustard guy. And then it turned out mustard guy was the good one or the one she yeah. was looking for, at least. So I was like, yes, I'm a mustard guy. And the bachelor's a mustard guy. This feels great. Me and Jason yeah. Mesnick, two peas in a pod here. Yeah, totally great. And like, I just, what I loved about it is there's so many women who come on the show and they do a gimmick and it's like, not who, like, you know, like Alexis is like, I'm a dolphin. And everyone's like, that's a shark costume. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a dolphin. Um, you know, they come on, they wear a costume or they do something cheesy, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but it's not like a part of who they are. Like, I like the ones who are like, oh, I play a lot of basketball, so, like, let me teach you something. Or I'm a dancer, so let me teach you. Like, that's like, okay, this is a part of my life, and I'm going to show you, you know, a part of it. Like, that's, like, a good first night thing to do. For her, it's like, this has obviously been her theory for a while. This is not, like, something that she came up with for the show. She, This is her running you know, theory that she tests out with men. So she's just like, I'm going to do it. This is like, you know, it's like everybody's got their moves, right? Like their first couple of date moves, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, maybe when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to show my comic books. Like it wasn't the best moves that I had some. Okay. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So embarrassing, Sammy. Um, 
but you know, it's like you got you got your moves, like you show off your brain and your interests and whatever. And so that's what I liked about it is that it did feel like she has not this isn't the first time she's done it, or at least the first time she's thought about it or talked about it. Um, and, and I like that. She was like, my mom told me not to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. I was like, that's cute. That's really cute. And then she was like, just do it. Just like, just dress up your hot dog. Like you normally would. (laughs) And he grabs the mustard and she's like, yes, he grabbed the mustard. And she, but then later she's like, I thought he was going to be ketchup though. So that's the interesting (laughs) part. And she's like, and that would have been fine too. Um, But she had just like, she had a really great personality. I mean, she's another one of the Canadians on the show. And it's like, maybe the men who are Canadians on the show are just not good. Uh, But the women who are Canadians on the show are always great. I think like Caitlin Bristow is such a great example of an awesome lady, a a Canadian lady. I've I've never met a Canadian I didn't like. Same, same. Um, So she's great. And, um, I, yeah, I don't know. She was just like, she, she was really like bubbly and confident and super comfortable and just like a great person to watch on TV. And she was just like fun to watch. And, um, I think she's got like a good, like, like her voice is nice. You know what I mean? And she's like super pretty and she's really bubbly. And, um, so it's like, it's, it was fun to watch that. Cause I hadn't seen the Jason stuff with her. Um, and I love that when she got interviewed, she was like, oh yeah, my, I hadn't shaved. And like, for some reason I was like, oh, we're just going to lay out and no one's going to come over. And then like, she's like, dumb, like, didn't think that he'd be there. And she's like, so he touched my hairy legs. Oh my God. And I was like, that's so like, not a big deal. But I like that. (laughs) She was like, oh, I'm so awkward, you know? Um, but yeah, she, I mean, she didn't make it all the way, but she made it pretty far, right? She was in the final four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So quite, quite far. Um, And my God. Okay. So she looks gorgeous now. And I think so. You don't think so? No, I I haven't looked her up. I got to. No, I'm saying she got interviewed on the show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought I thought you I mean, from the Zoom call. Yeah, she looks good. I thought you meant she was like a I don't know, outside of that. No, I think she's just like, I mean, I'm just saying like, cause some of, some of the women are like, I think, you know, aging better than others. I mean, I hate to say that, but like, I just, <laughs> I just think she, that's how it's being, but I just think she looks really gorgeous. Like, I don't know. She's like really gonna, like, you can just tell she's going to just like get old and stay like really pretty and that's look good for her. Um, and she's kind of like rocking that, like, um, like her hair starting to get lighter and she's going to be one of those people who transitions into gray hair really gracefully. You can just mm-hmm. tell. And you're like, damn it. Like you're going to look so pretty. And I think she kind of looks like Renee Zellweger. So maybe that's why I'm so obsessed. Cause I love Renee Zellweger. But anyway, <laughs> she's got that kind of vibe. Like she's got that kind of face now. Like, yeah. Like, well, most I mean of these people have like aged the best pretty way well. Possible. Yeah, oh, she, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. doing well for herself though. For sure. When she's got like a blog and stuff and all that. And like they all do. And That's the classic move. You got to get your blog going. Yeah. And she's got like a, she's got apparently some brands, JH the brand. I don't know what it is. Um, Jillian Harris and team Jilly. Um, and then she's got a, you know, she does the Nordstrom stuff too. And she oh, also has um, her dogs have Instagram pages. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, and they're both boxers. Um, yeah, I just I just hope that I look 
half as good as a bachelor contestant when I'm in my mid forties. That's all. Hell I want. yeah, dude. I mean, they all look great. They, I will say they all look great, but I think, I think Jillian, I don't know. I just think she looks particularly good. Um, and she, and I think it's also just because I feel like she, she doesn't look like overdone or anything like that. Like, I just think she's like aging really nicely and she seems really comfortable with her life and just like mm -hmm. super happy and content and like good for her. And I hope that's the truth. Cause She's so sweet and she deserves it. Um, you deserve the world, Jillian. I just really think she's got the best personality. And do you know who she um, is? Do you know the guy she's married to? Do you know about him at all? No, I don't. So, so he is um, a snowboarder. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, because I was like, because, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, you've been talking about like, are they living where they're living? And her house was like very like white and sparkly. And I was like, what is this place? Um, like, is this really her house? Like, I'm pretty sure because um, and, and I, I got to look at his stuff again. Um, there was a picture of the two of them. I'm on her Instagram feed right now. I mean, no, Stalking I'm not. Her. Her. Uh, I just think she is so cute. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not being, uh, I'm not being uh, Shannon about it or anything. I just think she's really cool. But apparently she's got like some kind of subscription box hmm. and it's called the Jilly box. And now I'm like, do I need to, I mean, I love subscriptions as much as the next guy. Maybe I need to That's check an episode. this one out. We get, we get a Jilly box. Oh my God. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm, I'm opening another tab and I'm gonna be <laughs> looking at those after, after this. Cause if I feel like that jelly box is like decent, I will get it. Okay. So Justin Pasuto, I think is uh, the way you pronounce his name. Yeah. yeah. It says he's a snowboarder and apparently they have their own show. Wait a second. He's not a fancy piece of ham. No, not prosciutto. Pasuto. <laughs> Oh my that was come god. on. Let me have my dad joke. Oh my god, that was such a dad joke. Um, no, they're so the, apparently they they have a they have a show called the Jillian and Justin Show on the W Network. All Ooh. of these Bachelor people have shows that I've never heard of because they're on the W Network in Canada. That's why. Is that in Canada? I don't know. I've never heard of the W Network. I don't oh, think I've had I thought, cable in like 10 years. No, the W Network is, um, hold on. Oh, God, sorry. You're all going to hear just like typing and Googling and you're going to just have to deal with it. Oh, it is Canadian. I thought it was, Aha! I thought it was, well, you don't have to, <laughs> I thought, because <laughs> I thought for some reason it was also American, but I guess not. Um, it's like the Canadian Oprah channel, but in Canada. Right. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I thought we had it. Women's television network. Like, yeah, I thought that that was something that we also had. So I'm like confused. Um, oh, it, but it's sister channels with Oprah. Um, what there am I go. thinking of? Go. Oh, I'm thinking of what is it? We or whatever. Oh, and yeah. And then there was oxygen. Oh, I love oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, there's other channels that I'm thinking of that are basically the same. We TV, I think, is what I was really thinking of. And then, and then, yeah, Oxygen. Um, and oh, yes. But wait, so we kind of rebranded too, because now what is it? It's not the same. Hmm. It says, I mean, it says it's primarily targeting women, but it looks like they kind of backed up and. And they made it a little bit like more 
Um, and, oh, as of 2014. See, I'm very behind. Um, oh, that's where Bridezilla's was. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Ah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they, cause they were like women's entertainment 2000 to 2006 and then they rebranded to we TV. And before that it was romance classics. So there you go. Ooh. There's a little bit of television network history for all of you. Um, Oh, the Julie box is sold out. Join the wait list. Okay. Well, we're just gonna, we're just gonna put our name in here just in case, just in case we just signed. Um, please okay. alert me of any new Julie boxes that arrive. I did just submit my name. Um, maybe I'll want to do a jelly box. Uh, Number one reason they, to subscribe to this show. We might be jelly boxing. We might be jelly boxing. The summer box had naked snacks, a uh, fancy towel, a uh, watercolor art print that looks super basic, um, a hat that apparently says story on it. Um, <laughs> oh, Canadian. A, a mud mask. Uh, retro retro earrings. Uh, oh my gosh, this is not my kind of a thing. And I, I want a mud mask. I, I, oh my yeah, god. I'm gonna get on the wait list too. I want my jelly box. Y'all, this is not my kind of stuff. I'm gonna be mud masking all day. Up for it. Um, but you can get a discounted face roller uh, made of rose quartz on her website on sale for $28.50. I don't even know what that is, but I'm always up for rubbing some rocks on my face. I really don't get face rollers. And I think it's just because I don't read goop. Um, because yeah. I think that's where they got popular the first time. I also just like steer clear of anything that has the word Yoni in it. Um, <laughs> It's just like a personal uh, goal Next of episode, mine. Steve buds a yoni egg. <laughs> uh, the amount of subscribers we has determines where he puts it. Um, <laughs> That's great. Pa- Patreon stretch goal. Oh, God. How oh, much that's... will he have to stretch? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, we, I'm, just uh, straight, I'm straight egging over here. Oh, God. And other more wholesome news. Um, One of the things, so I, I stream on Twitch as well. Uh, always be plugging. And um, and my, I have like four subscribers right now. I'm very popular. And uh, one of my subscribers was like, oh, well, you should be, you should have a chat command to plug your podcast, Sammy. And I was like, that's so sweet. And I was like, I will. He's like, he's always like looking out for me. He's like, you should promote yourself more because people should know what you're doing. And I was like, that's very, very nice. nice. He's, I have very nice subscribers. If you're listening, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> that's absolutely wonderful. I love yeah, that. Yeah, they're totally sweet. But we actually, speaking of stretch goals, um, this is a wholesome thing. Um, you can set like, people can collect channel points on Twitch and then they can redeem them to have you do certain things. So, um, we have ones where it's like, uh, they'll redeem points to remind me to drink water (laughs) or like if I'm slouching, you know, they'll, they'll redeem one that says posture check. So I make sure I sit up straight, like really sweet, like self-carry stuff. And then they can also, there's one where they could like add their own chat command so that like when someone puts something in, maybe a sound plays or something. Mm but we have like a like a an all user channel goal right now where if they hit a certain number of points i'm going to do a marathon for 12 hours whoa and they tricked me uh they tricked me because they were like 50,000 points is really hard to hit and we want it to be more attainable and i said well what about like i don't know 20,000 and they were like sure 
And I was like, okay, well, I don't know how many points you guys have. And they're on my streams every day I stream. And like I stream a few times a week usually. And so apparently they've racked up a lot of points because as soon as I changed it, they threw down 4,000 points and they're like, well, we're a fifth of the way there and you have 30 days to hit it. And I was like, um, (laughs) you tricked me. And they were like, yeah, we'll hit it in no time. As long as you stream X amount, you know, like at least seven to eight times or something, we'll definitely hit it because they can only like donate a certain amount. Like you can't go over 2000 per person per stream. Okay. Okay. So they're like, well, if you stream between like eight more times between now and like 30 days from now, we'll definitely hit it. And I was like, you guys suck. (laughs) You tricked me. You told me it was going to be impossible to reach. So I made it. So anyway, uh, look for me streaming for 12 hours, probably sometime next month. I, I'm excited for that. I don't know if I if I'll be there for the full twelve, but I'll, I'll definitely I'll probably like jump in like around like hour ten when you really start to like feel it. You're <laughs> when just, I'm like, like I hate all mind. of you. Yeah. You guys suck. This is where I just yeah. jump in the chat. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like Sammy. We really want it to happen because we think it would be really fun. And I'm like, you're not even gonna stick around for the full twelve hours. And they're like, no, we might. And I was like, okay, well, we'll pick a day. We're going to pick a day and a time that like works best for most of us so that most people can check it out. So that's going to be my torture. Anyway, Jillian's great. Uh, I'll let you know if I get a Jilly box, everyone. I will keep you posted. But I, the more I look at it, the more I'm convinced this is not for me. Also, hashtag uh, Eggwatch2020, hashtag Roseplate Special. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, happening. Restorative facial oil. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's talk about Melissa. Um, Okay, Melissa is somebody I, even though I knew all of the news for everything, I didn't remember her um, like at all. Uh, But she's definitely like uh, Britney Spears vibes. That's my impression of Melissa. Isn't she like, she's a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, isn't she? Isn't that her thing? Is that her thing? I think that's her thing. What I have no idea. What is Melissa Rycroft doing now? What What does she do? I, I mean, she's probably in her late 30s now, so I doubt she's a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader at this point. But and that's there's what no she football. did? Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't, I don't feel like they went into Melissa all that much. But doesn't she kind of have like Britney Spears vibes? I feel like, like she's she her face is almost like a mix of Britney Spears and Mandy Moore. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. No, she's got total pop star look. And then she's got the biggest smile I've ever seen on a human. Um, yes. But not in like a creepy way. Like, no, she's super gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So she was uh, she was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and she also was part of a reality show. Um, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team. And then she also was on Dancing with the Stars. Um. And then she did Bachelor Pad and a really terrible reality show called Redneck Island. What? That was a show. Wow. Was she a is she a redneck really? I don't I didn't get I just, that. I just yeah, that doesn't really, but I mean the whole that whole thing is just so cringy to me anyway. Um but apparently it's like it was it was like a survivor type of show. But with hillbillies? I mm. uh, um on CMT, so you know. That tells you a lot. CMT. Hi, I'm um, your host, Jason Aldean. Today, you're going to be chasing chickens around the yard, and then you're going to have to make a campfire for yourself. The winning team gets a sleeve of Oreos. 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's actually uh, the host is way better than that. <laughs> Who's the host? <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my. That's even better. <laughs> that's what I said. All right, all you good looking people. <laughs> are you ready to be on a Survivor Island with a bunch of other rednecks? If you are, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> when y'all's going to get eliminated, what? <laughs> oh, my I, I didn't I didn't know he did. That. I mean, I've seen the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Broken Skull Ranch show before, but uh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know he did that. The reality show. That's great. Yeah, he hosted uh he hosted this competition. Um apparently it had five seasons. Five seasons? And I haven't watched a, any of them. Yeah, he was an executive producer and it ran from 2012 to 2016. And so if you're looking uh for another fix of um of uh Melissa, she was on the show. Um, this seems I'm like the perfect like season. convergence of my interests: professional wrestling and The Bachelor. So that's obviously, what, I have to watch it. That's what I'm saying to you. Um, I mean, you can't have Kenny right now, so you should take what you can get. Take what I can get. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Yeah, what season she was even on? Because I keep going al- along the way, and I'm not seeing her. Hold on, Melissa. Melissa, right? Reich- oh, wait. Wait, what? She was one of the hosts. Oh. So Melissa Rycroft wasn't a contestant. She was a co-host for the fifth season, which premiered in 2016. All right. Well, how about okay. that? Okay. Yeah. And now right. she's, she's wearing... not a redneck. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I no comment on any of that type of stuff. Um, Old Stone she's... Cold's got himself a cheerleader now. But she's married to Ty Strickland, who is apparently an American businessman. Oh. That's what it says. Hedge fund um, manager. Who has a net worth of $1.5 million. He earned his net worth oh. from his job as an insurance agent for State Farm. Wow. And they have a show, or had a show, called Melissa and Ty. And it was on CMT, and it lasted for, I bet you're surprised, one season. Oh, shocking. Yeah. She's so, really got a reality TV resume, though. Holy cow. Like, just leaning I, into it. Love it. I'm really shocked. Like, I didn't know that she was, like, on other stuff. And, like, I just really don't, like, keep up with most people from these shows. But, yeah, so she's on. she was on Dancing with the Stars. Wait, did she win? She finished in third place on the first season. That's pretty good. And then and then she was announced as the winners of the season finale for the all for an all-star season. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Impressive. Uh, Congratulations, yeah, so, Melissa. So Melissa has quite the resume, and she really, you know, it's like um, I don't know. It's like I watched that uh there was like a little documentary on Refinery Twenty One. I know we hate them now, but um, but this was an interesting documentary, and it was a, it was about like about women who are like professional cheerleaders. And I I don't remember if they covered Dallas Cowboys. I think it was a different team, but they were talking about like basically like I didn't know this that they made like no money. 
Oh, yeah. Cheerleaders make zero money. It's sad. They have, like, no rights, and they aren't allowed to fraternize with the football players. Even if they're the football players are the ones who initiate it, the cheerleaders will get in trouble and will get, like, canned from the position. And it's like this cheerleader gig doesn't get you anywhere else. Like, I don't know who else watched – was it just called Cheer? What was it called? That really awesome series on Netflix um, about like competitive cheerleading. Yeah. But they were saying like, you know, they're like, listen, especially like, cause like I'm not comparing Dallas Cowboy cheerleading to that level of cheerleading in any way, shape or form. I just want to be really clear about that. Those are two very different things. But my point was like that coach was like, you know, there isn't really, there's no career in this. Like, unless you just go back and you teach others, right? Like that's really it. Um, and, or you go out and do these sports teams, which is not going to get you anywhere, um, either. And it's not the same, you know? So it's like, this is it. Like after college, you don't have anything else. And so this is what everybody's like living for. And, um, so it's interesting to see, you know, it's like, there's even less of a future for you if you're doing like these sports cheerleading gigs. And so she really did, um, yeah, pivot her career in a really, in a way that a lot of people I'm sure cannot figure out how to do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's seriously like it's the cheerleading stuff is a serious problem. I I, I don't know what I was watching, but it may have been Dallas. I Cowboy said Refinery Twenty One. I meant Refinery Twenty Nine. Sorry, everybody. Google. They grew up. They grew up. I You're thinking about your favorite fart. store, Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One. <laughs> it's Forever Twenty One in my brain. Okay. Anyway, so sorry. Keep going. The the cheerleader thing. There was a cheerleader, and she got reprimanded and like almost kicked off of this like NFL cheer squad because she used a uh, like one of those shower puff things. And in the cheerleader code of conduct, they were explicitly banned from using the little shower puff floofa thingies because the code of conduct said that they could get a bacterial infection from one. And someone saw that she had used one or something and she almost got fired from the cheerleading team for using a fucking loofah. And she's getting paid like $12,000 a year or something. So yeah, they get paid like nothing. They get paid. I think like, I think it was like a hundred dollars a game or something like that. And they don't get paid for any of the time that they spend like practicing. They don't get, they have to pay for all their own shit. Like it's just like That's sad. insane, but I think they are trying to unionize, aren't they? Uh, They're at I least hope suing. So. They should. Yeah, they definitely They're should. They're at least suing. Um, Cheerleader <laughs> union now. I don't know if you saw the news about our local coffee shop, but uh, unions have been on my mind today. Okay. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I was like, well, their coffee sucks anyway. (laughs) I always hated, I've always hated them. So it felt really good. It feels good. It feels good to be right. Um, The other thing I wanted to say about Melissa is, yeah, she totally, she totally didn't deserve it. She did handle it pretty well for the slap to the face that happened. I also think it super sucks that like, she just like did you can see that she didn't see it coming yeah like and he did um and i also think she was totally in the right to be upset about it was clear that he was thinking about molly and he like wasn't open about that mm-hmm. and sh- and she asked him point blank and he was like uh, no you know it's like uh yeah dude you were like, just be honest about it so i think it was kind of cagey the way he did all that stuff but i also I don't know. 
that shit so complicated. <laughs> you know, you've met someone, you've known them for five weeks. Like I, 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 I get that side of it, that that's confusing and you might not quite understand what's happening. And it is like when you see, when you see him break up with Molly, it's like you immediately see you fucked up, dude. <laughs> Look at how broken you are. Why did you do that? He's leaning. And I mean, I don't know. You know, Chris is like, oh, I call it the Mesnick. I'm like, well, I've never heard that. But anyway, whatever the fuck you say. Um, but it is like agonizing to watch, to just watch him like lean over. And he's like, oh, I, you know, like broke it. Just so sad. You're like, oh, God, this really is just why did he do it? Why did he do it? Um, so I don't know if you have any other thoughts about Melissa. I just I felt bad for her. I did. Basically. I did too. That's so. I, I would echo your thoughts. Exactly. So pretty much sums it up. Uh, so anyway, but Molly, uh, let's get to Molly. Cause, uh, she's obviously who we're here to see. Um, yeah, it was fairly, I mean, the, it was interesting to watch that after the final rose and see that she just had like to watch her process this information in real time was oh, yeah. really interesting where she's Ooh. just like, she's like, what? Huh? What happened? Huh? And she's like, and at first it's like she looked mad, you know, like, like what the fuck? Like how dare you? Like at, at first it's like even though I know how it ends, it I almost felt like she was gonna be like, oh, what you think you can just like hat, you know, like I'll just come crawling back whenever, yeah. you know, like yeah. it, it felt like she was about to say that, and then. And then you just see her getting like more and more excited <laughs> mm-hmm. and then, and like holding back like joy. And then she's just like, you know, and he's like, well, I don't know. Like maybe we could just like go out for coffee and see where it goes. And she's just like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Oh, okay. <laughs> she and that turned into like, a beautiful so- love story. I mean, it's super cute, and I'm, like, not going to be cynical about it. It was really sweet. They clearly love each other. They've been together for, what, 10 years now, right? 10 years, yeah. A little longer. Um, And they've got kids and stuff, and his kids seem to fold in well, and they're happy. And I just, yeah, like I said, I just remember it being, like, the news. Like, people are just like, I can't believe that our hometown girl Molly is leaving Coles behind. <laughs> leaving Coles behind to go be with her man. Is there a is there a better love story in the world? I don't think oh so. Oh my god, this is Kraft Mac and Cheese, though. That's it. <laughs> That's according it. to that one commenter. <laughs> oh man, can't wait to get my hand on a jelly box. Uh <laughs> I'm anxiously awaiting that email that lets me know they're back in stock. I know. I will be maybe not buying one. We'll see. (laughs) If I buy it, it's going to be one of those things that I just end up giving every part of it to someone else as a gift. (laughs) Maybe we could do that on your stream. We'll go through the Jilly Box stuff and I'll I'll put on all the things you don't want. So I'll just be covered in like eyeliner and mud mask. That sounds good. The the winter box apparently broke the internet, as she says. Wow. Um, That's why we're all jonesing for a jilly box. It's the Tickle Me (laughs) Elmo of subscription boxes by former reality TV stars. Yeah, a metallic scrunchie. Who doesn't want that? Oh, 
I need at least three of those. Like the one thing in here that I think is good. Well, I mean, there's a couple things I would get, but there's like one thing. It's just a very random box. Like there's really not like a, uh, rhyme or reason to the shit she puts in a box because it's like it's like here's a candle and i'm like well i always like candles i just bought an, another candle from another coffee shop that is not embroiled in controversy okay um there's like a like a lip pencil or whatever that's fine and then there's just like a white uh it's called crawford creek designs rustic whitewash star so it's in uh my boyfriend really hates um what he calls like farmhouse industrial homes oh yeah you know what i'm talking about every house these days he just absolutely hates them and this type of star looks like it would go in his in in a farmhouse industrial can we illuminate it with edison bulbs uh, well, actually, funny you bring it up. They they have strung little fairy lights around it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the good yeah. stuff. That's yeah, the good yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So and then but then there's also bitters and a scrunchie and some heart studs and greeting cards. So, you know, just uh, whatever the fuck she could get. Yep. It's all jilly, baby. It's all jelly, baby. You know what I? You know what I would pay for for if it was in a jelly box. I would pay for a fucking um, like a hot dog themed box. Ooh! If jelly like had a hot dog themed box, I would buy the shit out of it. So yeah. I'm also a so, fan of tube meats. So yeah, yeah, hot dog box, make it happen. Condiments tube too. Meats. Yeah, meats. meats. Okay. All right. Get on that. All right. And with that, uh, you know, next next episode, we're going to be talking about the tubed meat that is uh, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Another Wisconsin person that we're totally excited to talk about. Love him. He's great. Yeah. He really redeemed himself, according to Chris. Apparently, we all love him now. Did you know that? He told us that. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. sure. Yeah, so we're going to talk about him later, and we're not going to hurl. Um, okay, Nick, you should just keep doing Halo t- Halo Top commercials, because that was the best thing you've ever done. Agreed. Hands down. All right. Well, everybody, be good to each other. Wash your hands. Uh, don't be racist, and support unions. And don't do needle drugs. And don't do needle drugs. Okay, bye. <laughs> Two meats, two meats, two meats, two meats, two meats, two meats. Hot words, hot dogs, Polish, not worst. <laughs>